Before we begin the show, please take a moment to step over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash you're in a child is an idiot. You can support the podcast over there and uh, get some little treats <laughs> for your patronage. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash you're in a child is an idiot. Here we go, show. Here comes the show. Here we go. One of those will work. <laughs> Passed away. Yeah. Renee Angelil. Died on the Titanic. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and see if they're any good. My name is DJ. This is Damon. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Just y- nice that we're just here alone here just in the here studio. Alone. Today, it's a very special episode. It's our 50th episode. And we, to match that, we have a we very brought- special guest. Forty-eight. Uh, a guest that's so special that I would leave my rich fiance Billy Zane for her. Mm-hmm. Laura Taylor. I'm the king of the world. Nice, nicely done. We're also going to not let ad libbed. Ad libbed. We're not going to let you on our door. You're reading a script right now. I know. And that know leads me is. into how I'm going to take over this podcast. Okay. Oh God. Go on. I want to introduce a new segment. Okay. Trivia time. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys some trivia about this movie before we watch it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because we have all seen this movie. I've never seen this movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you yes, serious? Yes, I'm kidding. That's oh, okay. Oh, I was yeah. <laughs> totally... We've got some great tape all of a sudden. All of a sudden, my, uh, all of my friends from whenever... What, were we high school when this came yeah. out? They're like... You're, Sophomores. You're a fucking liar. Go on. Here's some trivia about this movie, uh, Titanic. You know that By it's... By James Cameron. Yes. Uh, a lot of people know this. 14 nominations... The second time Oscars. that that ever happened. Yes, for mm. the Oscars. The first time was All About Eve. Oh, and not was All just, About Steve. It was just recently, <laughs> just recently matched that. by La La Land, yes. uh, uh-huh. which was the first movie to get 14 noms and not win Best Picture. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Titanic but it, was the only movie to It kind of won Best Picture. Kind of won Best Picture. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were so confused set. by the number of noms, they just yeah. threw its name out They got there. to hold the statue. Yeah. Which is really the best part. But Titanic didn't win any acting, believe it or not. I, I can kind of believe it. <laughs> that leads into, it's the only movie to win Best Picture and Best Picture at the MTV Oh, Uh-huh. Nice. Tells you a lot about it. Wow. The, that had to have been kind of the early on of, for the MTV Movie Awards, Probably. Right? What is this, 97? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know when those started. I don't know things. I don't know anything about years. I don't know when the movies, yeah. the movie awards started. It might have been in the, it was in the late nineties or early nineties. Was it that long ago? Yeah, we'll maybe look it up. We will. We'll have. Here's a couple more. This up. is short. This is short. Okay? No, go I'm not ahead. taking over. There's only three bits of facts about this. <laughs> movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you two more, and then I'm gonna ask you a trivia question. Oh, now I'm into it. Now I'm into it. Yeah, um, it was the first movie to come out on DVD. While still in theaters. Oh. Because, because it was, it was in a con- theaters for so long. 15 weeks, which was a record at the time. Wow. That was the earliest a movie had come out on Doi Vidoi? See. Okay. Um, 
Here's one more. The studio wanted Matthew McConaughey oh. to play Jack real bad. Can you imagine? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> well, Rose, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Johnny Depp really wanted the role. Ooh. Oh, that's surprising in that period of think, Johnny think Depp. Think of him younger, like 20. No, but I mean, Jump he was Street. like into, hey, what do you got that no one will see? I'll be in that. He right. wasn't <laughs> doing the Pirates of the Caribbean movies yet. Yeah. He was doing Benny and June, a movie I know exists and I've seen. Couldn't tell you a lick about it except terri- he has a hat on. It's a on. terrible movie. He has a hat on, though. You got to give me that. He does the Charlie Chaplin you, thing. He has a cane, right? At does he have point, a cane? cane? His name Twirl It. Isn't it just like Manic Pixie Dream Boy meets Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Yeah, like finally like together at last. Wow. Yeah. You're right. Okay, here's your question. You okay. guys ready? I'm yeah, I'm ready. you. I gave you a little bit of facts. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm right. in Titanic mode now. I'm ready. Well, that so, sounds like I'm dying. Titanic but. is the fourth most successful film of all time, adjusted for inflation. Okay. Give me one, two, and three. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Yep. Castle. Uh, no. Um, adjusted for inflation. Star Wars? Star Wars is number three. Just regular brand Star Wars, like the first Star Wars slash Can you give me a one? year on number two. Yeah, two thousand nine. Oh shit! Avatar. Really? Avatar. Yeah. Avatar. Is the number two? James Cameron's got fifty percent of the top. That's four? correct. God. All right, fucking Avatar. Bonus question: What's number five? Jurassic Park. You're close. No, you're not close. Jurassic at all. World. <laughs> Actually, I mean, Jurassic World is up there if you're not adjusting for inflation. Okay, it's right. like all number right. one. Um, Et. It's the sound of music. Uh, I yes. was so close with Jurassic Park. Also you are a right. Song with a, you know, long notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They are pretty much the same. <laughs> same movie. Both songs. Are you talking At about long, Edel, You're talking about Edelweiss. I it's assume. It's also <laughs> a long movie. Yes. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And for some reason, they both play at Easter. I feel like, or at High Holy Days. Yeah. Easter? Easter movie. Sound of music well, is always on it. Well, the Titanic sunk in April. I think that's why it doesn't have anything <laughs> directly to do with. You know what? I, I find that TV executives are like, we really need to honor the historical <sighs> dates of the Titanic sinking. When they moved Put the Titanic rock on. in front of the tomb, that's what made the water. <laughs> Jack Dawson wasn't there anymore. Yeah. He had been drowned. I'll tell you, tell me, I want something, I want personal trivia. Here tell we go. me about 1997. Ready. Young Laura Taylor. Okay. Movie comes out. This is also the same year that the tiny movie theater that my great-grandfather built in our hometown. I live in from Whoa. a very small town. I mean, my, we have a family-owned sort of construction business, so everything yeah. was sort of built by my family in its way. So it's not right. that. Well, that's really bad. Oh, so not like your family didn't operate it. Your family's construction company built it. Yeah, they put okay. the bricks together. Cool. Um, it, I saw E.T. there when I was very young. Wow. And then it closed. Forever. Immediately the, after. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And it just stayed there. It stayed closed, empty, until two th- 1997, when they wow. reopened it. For Titanic? They were like, we got to get in on this. We finally found the movie for our reopening. <laughs> this is it. It was a tiny little three theater, like two theaters upstairs that maybe seat like 50 people. And then one downstairs is like a few hundred, maybe. Mm. Anyway, I go with my dad, which is weird because my dad, this is like maybe the last movie my dad saw in theaters. Whoa. He does Whoa. not go to the movies. He doesn't like hate them. He's just like, nah. Mm. It's very hard. Got a boat in it? Not seeing it. So we go see <laughs> the movie. He's a very land-based movie <laughs> I'm pretty guy. sure dad and I loved it so much that we went back the next day matinee. Wow. And I'm now looking back, I think, oh, dad wanted to see Kate Winslet naked. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
I guess. under the guise of he wanted to see Kate Winslet naked while he was with his quality daughter. time with his daughter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was his, like a bonus. I feel like the boobs in a were probably room, a bonus. Yeah, you know. not interacting. So. Yeah, <laughs> his favorite quality. kind of quality time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my dad. He's great. It's just uh, it was a surprise, and at the time, I just thought, man. And maybe he does like also the epicness of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is fairly epic for a movie with no wizards in it. That's true. true. It's the only James Cameron movie to not mention nuclear weapons. Really? At the time. That was another trivia fact. I went through pages of trivia, you guys. That's a weird bit of trivia. Oh, there's so much much more work into this show than we ever Who is tracking that? So much weird trivia on IMDb. Yeah. My favorite is the IMDb trivia, which is also like, James Cameron's birthday is April 30th, which is 16 days oh. after the sinking. And you're like, that has nothing to do Are with Are you reading it? You're looking at my computer, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's your favorite it. piece of trivia that you're going to yeah. bring up. That's my story. I think Damon really wants me to talk about my crush on Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah, actually. Sure. I was yeah. going to say it was a bonus for your dad seeing Kate Winslet naked, but I can't imagine it wasn't a bonus for you to see Here's Kate Winslet naked. Here we go. I had a crush on Kate Winslet in college. I okay. watched a ton of her movies, but in my mind, it is unrelated to Titanic. I have a similar Even though thing. You were probably picturing boobs. I wasn't ready from Titanic. Era. I wasn't ready. She wasn't was ready for still, the boobs. No, I think I was mostly just uncomfortable with sex in general. Sure. And I have this uh, very vivid memory of my mom after the movie being like. Uh, that sex scene was so dumb. It was like watching uh, oh, a mountain or like a butterfly try to mount a lion. <laughs> That's almost a direct Just because he's he was skinny. Because he's a little guy. Yeah. yeah. I will say, like, when I saw it, I had no feelings towards Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was amazed by the girls in my school, and probably some boys, but the vocal girls Heart in my school who were really into him. And now when I watch it in retrospect, I'm like, oh, yeah. What about Romeo and Juliet? Because I was into him the year I, before. I saw it after the fact, and I mean, he is a very... But there's still, like, now that I I know what he looks like now, he looks like a keg on a human... His head looks like a keg. Also, we should now go ahead and bring in your all-time hate for Leo DiCaprio. I is don't this, Is this where him. it began? He's the worst. I don't think so. No. I, I think once, once Martin Scorsese got involved, and he's like, you, in every movie. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why him? Like, I can understand Leonardo DiCaprio in this type of movie where it's like, we need something pretty. Bring him in. But in now that he's treated like actor, I'm like, he just squints. I, this isn't it. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't what I want you from want, Leonardo DiCaprio. You want DiCaprio. an actor that has open eyes. I think, here's, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is the type <laughs> of guy. Not a big De Niro fan. <laughs> I want some pupils, damn it. <laughs> I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a person who, not every actor is going to fade into a role, but I think Leonardo DiCaprio is one of those people that doesn't fade into a role, but he is cast as an actor who fades into a role. I'm like, it's just him. It's just this guy talking these I mean, lines. Thank God he got an Oscar last, last year, the year before. The year because before. it was getting exhausting? Yeah, because now everyone can just chill. Okay, just chill, everybody. I was surprised that everyone was really gunning for him to have one. Why? I think I they don't... like hanging out with him. I think he is the most forgettable thing in a lot of great movies. I hate him. Wow. I didn't wow. at this time, wow. but when he's in a movie that I'm excited about, I immediately don't want to see it. The only problem I have in this situation is that I feel the need to defend Leonardo DiCaprio. DJ, but I you love De- Le- the problem is I DiCaprio. don't care that much. Like he's he's fine to me. I would dare say that he's good. 
but I can't- In this movie or in general? Just in general. I'm fine with him, and I like a lot of the movies he's in, and I have not- He's not done so poorly that I've been like, fuck this guy, but what a great movie. Like, I've never been able to, like, separate- like I, think, I don't. I don't have it. I f- don't feel like I have it a- out for him. I am just always confused by how so many great directors seem to want him in their movies, and I'm like, why? What is he bringing to this table? The fact that he can read his sentences like a human sort of squinting. does. I don't know. And it's squinting. the emperor's new clothes. There's nothing there. And I don't groove. know what it is. New clothes, new groove. Yes. What uh, are you expecting, DJ? I mean, from I th- this movie, I think I'm. I think I'm going to enjoy it. I think I have fairly decent memories of it. Like, I think I have a decent grasp on how it was. You know what I mean? Like, like I've seen it probably recently enough that I don't expect it to be like, Oh, this piece of shit. Mm. You know, uh, I did not like it when it first came out, but mostly that was a societal rejection of the chick flick. Yeah. Contrarian. And mm. the, well, it was like misogyny. My, my buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. My buddy Brad and I would be like, well, there's three hours I'll never get back, that whole thing. And then, you know, uh, I do remember uh, two things. One, my friend uh, Brad and I went to see this, and we, as the movie began, everyone was on the ship, and we would just point to them and go, you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> That's a pretty good die. joke. Yeah, we thought it was a funny yeah. joke. I don't remember what other jokes, but I, I do remember laughed. that. Uh, and then... Uh, I also remember, this is not necessarily funny, but it's, it's not funny at all, actually. Uh, you know, there's the, the nude scene, it was Kate tragic. Winslet, you know, poses naked or whatever. First scene filmed between the two actors. Go on. Wow. Wow. You guys start kind of captured the she, awkwardness. She flashed him before the scene to like. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Nice. Go on. And, uh, and Kate Winslet is beautiful. hundred percent. And I, I remember being like. You know, oh, wow, she's hot. Okay, cool. It makes sense in the story or whatever. But then there's like, there's like kind of a, a, a vibe of she's fat that like, not, not in the movie, but like from people Society. at large that like, I didn't, but I, that never even registered with me. I was like, she is? Is that what you think fat uh, the, is? This is when you realize that people are shitty. Basically, this right. was the first... This was the moment you realized... If, if a woman is in a size two, the culture right. is like, this eh. was, as a, As a, like, you know, straight white male with, like, all of the protections you can possibly get in the society, that was my first exposure to, like, really? Like, that... And people were kind of, like, body shaming, not to her in, in this case, because it was just people talking or whatever, and she's like... And then the, sort of, like, the thing about the butterfly mounting a lion or whatever like <laughs> uh, people would make reference to that because right. the, the, he was extremely he, he's we. just we yeah yeah and she's like un- i mean she's not a normal person she's incredibly beautiful and like way more attractive than uh, you if you had to make and i bet coverage. when we watch this we're gonna think wow she was skinny then not that she's gotten bigger but that she's grown older like a regular woman right does. yeah and that has only increased for her i think she's never cast Probably. as I mean, I guess in that movie where she sort of switches houses with Cameron Diaz and ends up with Jack Black. <laughs> Contagion. <laughs> That's the one. I love that movie. Everybody dies. You're going to die. You're going to die. die. You're going to die. That wouldn't actually have everyone die. <laughs> well, so in that movie, she's cast as a romantic lead, but did you notice they put her with fat guy? Mm. Who, in Contagion? <laughs> no. I said contagious. Wait, she was talking was about the joke. oh the holiday. Yeah. Is that when she ends up with Jack Black? Yes, two fatties. What can I say? Exactly, two zaftig so, balls of meat. 
Zaftig? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look Meanwhile, that one up. Leo just keeps getting older and fatter and can do whatever. But it's the fuck all in he his wants. head. Just a sphere on a body. He does have a lot of head weight. Head weight. Yeah. Now I don't want to body shame Leo either. I do. That goatee. Come on. That is a choice you can made. Face, can we face shame him at least? I don't. I, let's not. He is a beautiful man. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't really care about Leo, but I just feel like. I need to battle your anger with my complacency. Mm. I do like you did a little sword motion. We can't all be on the I'm same fencing. page. Here's what I'm, I'm expecting. The first 30 minutes, good. The last hour and a half, good. Everything else, hot garbage. This is one of those historical films where it's like, I want to make a movie about a tragedy, but I don't know if people are going to really connect to all these dying people. So let's make up a love story that's fairly forgettable yeah. and, on and, top of it. And all the stuff in, in the present day, quote unquote. Oh, I, I always forget watch, it exists. Oh, but yeah. yeah. I want to watch the movie without that. R.I.P. And Bill I'm expecting, I love this movie. I'm expecting to hate this experience. Really? Oh, really? Hate? I think so. I do remember it, thinking, you know. R.I.P. That Bill Paxton was pretty bad in this. He is bad in a lot of. But things. can we agree his best performance ever? Also this movie, at the same time. No, a game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poor. I want. I want to. I know we're going. Bad. We're like kind of already uh, in deep, but like, why people are so interested in the Titanic in general before this movie came out? Uh, like Jason my mom Zanthopoulos had like a time life crazy. National yeah. Geographic. There's like a, a Time Life book a series. Up newspaper, yeah. So it was James Cameron, and he basically made this movie so that he could go on the deep sea dives and see it himself. He spent more time with the Titanic than the people who died on it did. Wow. IMDb, give you that one? Oh, yeah. I've got more. <laughs> I've got more. I'm going to throw them out. What, what is it? Why? Well, not that it's not somewhat interesting, but why this shipwreck? Just because it was I like a passenger it's the, ship? Or? It's the irony. It is very yeah. ironic. I mean, the Onion headline is the world's greatest metaphor hits iceberg. I mean, it's it so like you hubris. couldn't write a novel more perfect than yeah. the you know the unsinkable ship sinking. That's just like boat making number like one hundred and one. Don't say anything about your ship being hit unsinkable. it with a glass of champagne and don't call it unsinkable. It's like I have two an, rules. I have an unpunchable face. Un- Can't be done. <laughs> Can't be done. All right, we're just gonna, gonna watch... have an iceberg punch you in the face if that happens. <laughs> we're gonna watch my wife's vintage DVD yeah. of this movie, Excellent. but it's on Amazon. Does it currently. have the Celine Dion music video as an extra? I don't know, but we're gonna find out. We're she gonna bought watch this DVD while it was still in theaters. Is that true? I don't know. I was okay. just trying to piggyback off the trivia. <laughs> Good job. All right, thank you. Join us. We're gonna watch Titanic. We'll be back. Hey guys, uh, my name's Daniel, and I'm calling to tell you uh, I'm highly amused by your show. It's very, very funny. You guys have a wonderful chemistry, and you make me laugh every single time. And uh, I'm calling in because you're requesting people's memories on Titanic. I remember seeing this movie in the theater. Yes, I'm kind of old. And uh, I got through the whole thing. Uh, I usually get very emotional. With, with disaster movies and things that are going horrible, especially uh, with this, knowing that it was based, you know, on a true story. And uh, I kind of made it through the whole thing, shocked and horrified, and, you know, sad and all the emotions they want you to 
Seal, and I was there with uh, my my husband and my best friend, and we um, got through the whole film, and then it wasn't until we actually physically left the theater. I, I, I made it through, like, moderately emotional. We got outside into the parking lot, and I burst into ridiculous tears that I couldn't even control, and I was sobbing like a lunatic, and my best friend was hysterical, and she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, I know it just hit me. Like, at the end of the film, when the camera pans across the dead lady's dresser, and you see all these photographs of all the things that she did, and knowing at that point that she had never sold the diamond necklace, and that she did it all on on her own merits and on her own abilities and networking. And for some reason, it didn't hit me until I stepped out of the building and like a wave that crashed over me. And it was very funny. And as much as I was sobbing hysterically, I was also laughing hysterically through my tears because it was such a stupid reaction and very oddly delayed. I don't know why that was, but uh, that's my memory of Titanic that and like hey bitch let the guy on the door because everybody knows he wasn't gonna fit and that was just utter bullshit so that bothered me those are my thoughts on Titanic my specific memory and um, feel free to use this and keep doing what you're doing because I I love your show and wish you had more episodes more frequently I'll talk to you guys later bye Just didn't let it in. He didn't. <laughs> it's time. It's time that we all let it in. Also, while while we're at, it, I'll just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did she apologize? Because he had to throw away a cigar. I think she was really sorry that the rich man he was working for, he failed him by not finding him. Was he working for a rich man? Yeah, he was on the working phone. Working for some, a rich man. He was on the phone in the first his, 30 minutes with someone. His funder. Some, or his, yeah. Not a funder. What the if, word? wait. The money what man. What if the funder was Cal Hawks? Oh. Well, he, he shot, shot himself. Yeah. Do we murder, know that? Do we ever see that? We just heard suicide. an old woman who's a known liar say that he shot himself. Her last name wasn't even Dawson. Now. She changed it. Yeah, in respect to just her to some true guy, love. liar. LT, why don't you tell the fine folks what happened in this movie? Okay. Yeah, recap this. There for are us. two storylines. Okay, one is set in the current day. Let's say ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, there school, are some the school season. Looking at the real Titanic remains, and it becomes clear they're bad people. They're not like historians. Right. They're like pirates. Right. Wow, you're making a real judgment call. Yeah, I didn't like them. Bad okay. guys. They're, well, they're looking for. They're after. Looking for a valuable diamond necklace. They weren't looking for a love story, but you know what they found. <laughs> yeah, they find a picture. The In the love picture story of all time. is young Kate Winslet, who's still alive. She sees it on TV, and then she comes. They're like, "You're not real." She's like, "Yes, I am," because I know the name of some of the passenger, and they're like, "Okay, fine." I'm old. How else could she know the names of these <laughs> famous passengers on the most famous boat in history? <laughs> then she tells a three-hour story. A three-hour story. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have the timeline that is in 1914, Damon. So this is twelve, the, right? So we, I don't know. Sunk on April 14th, 1912. Ah, there we we go. flash sideways. April flash 15th, because I said we flash back. Okay. Right. 
And that is the story of the Titanic, which you all know. Yes. Well, there's yes. a love story. The, but yeah, there's a lady. It's got some added flavor. Kate Winslet is a young. You think she's an heiress. She's rich. She's old money. They judge people with new money. She's in mm. first class. And then you've got Jack Dawson. That's Leo DiCaprio. He's poor. He wins his ticket in a game of cards. Mm. He barely. He's the last person on the boat, right? Along with Fabrizio. He Aww. saves her life because she's trying to kill herself because she's going to marry... Oh, how can we describe Billy Zane without being offensive? <laughs> I'll handle it. Fag. <laughs> He, I mean, he's the gayest villain of all time, outside of, like, Scar from The Lion King. On my con- who's also so gay. <laughs> Better eyebrows on Scar, oh, I will say. definitely. Yeah, on my cons, second on the cons list is Billy Zane's eyebrows. Con- oh, his you- eyebrows, but second on my pros list, his eyeliner. Wait. Yeah, it was pretty Hold good. on a second. Are we writing pros and cons lists? What is the pro and what are we pro Just and in terms of men, men's I, makeup in the movie. Okay. I started an acting list where I only wrote one thing, Bill Paxton, earring, checkmark. Was <laughs> <laughs> the earring the checkmark or is the entire concept of Bill Paxton with my, an earring a checkmark? That's my shorthand for, yes, number two. I liked it. <laughs> okay. I'm All like, right. well oh, yeah, done. earring looks great. Nice job. It makes uh, you look more piratey, that's for you sure. Know, it gives you that Harrison Ford in a midlife if you got crisis. That, if you've got that in a cable knit sweater, mwah, you're on oh, the scene. Yeah. What are you, Everything. Jacques Cousteau? <laughs> he looked great in the cable knit sweater. The cable knit sweater, Everyone I will side with Everyone great in cable knit sweaters. This, his hair was atrocious, though. His head hair. Why did I say head hair? His, head hair? his pubic hair, fine. <laughs> head hair, atrocious. Was a little chest hair, average. Fine, yeah. B plus. Fine. B plus. Yeah. <laughs> needs, needs work, but a good effort. Yeah, I made a pros and cons list, Deej. Okay. Oh, we'll I, talk about that more. Let's get through the recap. So okay. we're still uh, in the love story. She wants to commit suicide because she's going to marry Fagman. He <laughs> saves her. Yeah. And they start to interact. They start to fall in love. They start to meet each other. But there is a divide between them. Class. And it is the fact that he is poor and she is rich. And also we find engaged. Out her, we find out that her family has to be tied to Billy Zane because they don't actually have any money, uh, which is the, the, where she's in despair. Twist! He, he's an artist. She likes his painting. She has taste in art because she happens to have a Monet and a Picasso. Oh, mm-hmm. something, something. We'll touch on that later. Who's that artist? Somebody <laughs> Picasso. I think He'll never make a name for himself. Um, so then uh, another subplot, I guess, uh, minor, is that the ship... Is gonna hit an iceberg. <laughs> Flawless transition. Uh, there's like a guy who wants them to be in the paper, so he's like, go faster. Mm-hmm. So they go a different route or something. Is this right? I like this one of your bullet I, points. I can't, I can't dispute it. That is literally a scene in the movie. Well, they, the movie tries to make it think like they could have avoided it, except yeah. uh, hubris. Tra- Man's hubris. Yeah. Overweening. Um, it's an unsinkable ship. Or is it? <laughs> At the climax <clears throat> of the movie, mm-hmm. he paints Rose after she's decided, okay, I'm going to be with you. And then they do it. Yeah. They do flashback. This is the only time they flashback to old lady telling the story, which was my favorite part. I wrote, where did I write this? I wrote favorite part somewhere. No, I guess I didn't. They do flash back a few more times, but they do oh, yeah. cut, make sure that they catch her for the doing it. Yeah, she says, and that was the most erotic moment of my life. No, that was drawing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Correct. And they flash back to everyone in Bill Paxton's crew in tears. And I thought that was very funny. Yeah. That this little They're very into it. Because she's supposed to be playing like a 101-year-old. Uh-huh. When she's 87. Right. In real life. I'm sorry. They didn't like exhume George Burns to play her. <laughs> I just thought it's a little weird. I mean, it's like a 30 year old playing a 50 year old. <laughs> it, well, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, they they should have just it. gotten B. Arthur. She was still alive. It would have been great. She's awesome. Was awesome. Yeah. Mm. So significantly less so now. They do the That's deed. Composition. They do the deed in a car. Yeah. Everyone's looking for them because Billy Zane is like, I must have my bride. Right. Which didn't make sense to me. We can talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then it hits the Not iceberg. only because he was gay, but for other reasons was confusing. Basically, when they're doing it, no, they see it hits the iceberg. They're, they're so happy they're back Post doing it. Euphoric. The yeah. afterglow. Which They've in got real a glow. life, I think, was like 11.40 p.m. Yeah, because sure. I think it takes a long time to actually sink in. It sinks like, into the ocean like an old man getting into a bath to steal a line from George Costanza. Yeah. And then it's just <laughs> disaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. People Literally. Are, you hit the nail on the head with that one. People don't take it seriously. There's not enough lifeboats. Yeah. About, uh, there's maybe enough lifeboats for half the people, but the first class people don't want to be on with the low class people, so they don't fill up all of the boats at first. People are still downstairs thinking it's not a big deal. They're locking the poor people on the third deck. Mm-hmm. Not like, letting them out. By a gate. Uh, Jack is handcuffed somewhere downstairs because they think he stole the diamond, which I've skipped completely because who gives a fuck <laughs> well, about yeah. the diamond? Why was that added? Mm-hmm. So uh, she saves him with an axe. Yep. They go back up. They go back down to save a kid or something. They go back up again. There's like a gunfight with Billy Zane is like somehow following them and yeah. tries to shoot yeah. them. Best part. Then Kate Winslet gets on a boat without Jack. And then climbs out of the boat back onto the Titanic. Mm-hmm. You're, You're so, so stupid, stupid, Rose. <laughs> Rose. Well, mine's turning into Sylvester Stallone a little bit. <laughs> Rose. Why not? You're so stupid, Rose. And then they, uh, the, the boat's sinking, so they have to go to the butt of the boat. Yeah, and this is when we decided it's Leo co- is a Mary Sue. No, you're right. The ass of the boat. Yeah, that's what it's called. Because he knows Maritime. Stern. The stern. Stern? Stem to stern, sure. yeah. Which yeah. one's aft? It's aft, right? Aft no, are they on the, the port side? they on starboard? or I don't know. Port is... That's the way it's facing, maybe? Port is a... No, it is... Anyway, the they're on the boat. It sinks. Uh, people are watching in the lifeboats. Um, there's people... I mean, it's, it's a massive... Um, it's an epic disaster, and mm-hmm. it's crazy and really traumatic. And they yeah. are at the very... They're where they met, Jack. They're where Gross. they met. They're at the butt. Don't yeah. bring it up now. They met Gross. at the butt. They met at the butt. They're on the back on the butt. Yeah, be butt. <laughs> <laughs> it sinks into the water. She can't find Jack. She has a life vest on. He does not. He finds like a door for her to get on. He puts mm-hmm. her on it. He can't for some reason get on the buoyancy. Door with her. Scientific fact. He prompt. He makes her promise that she'll survive, and then I guess she falls asleep. Meanwhile, yeah. the lifeboats. There's one. Guy with a conscience. Yeah. Ties all the lifeboats together and makes them, everybody crowd in so they can free boats. up a lifeboat. This is what I would be good at. I'd be like, this, doesn't make, this doesn't make mathematical sense. <laughs> Consolidating boats. That's your expertise. Yeah. I would definitely take charge in this situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As much I could as see I that. could. Yeah. And be like, everybody, I would be, uh, 
what's her face and the unseekable Molly Brown. Yeah, you would be I'd Kathy be the Bates. one guy who shot poor people. Right, you're the guy who panicked and shot a poor Irishman. You would yeah. be the violinist who'd memorize his music. <laughs> you memorized Orpheus. Good job. More on that later. Got that. And you'd be the gay man shooting at his. I fiance. would have been the panicky guy where she's like trying to get the guy to help her go back and get Jack out of the handcuffs, and I'd be like, uh, "No need to panic. No need to panic." And then she punches me in the face, and then I say, "Fuck you, lady." <laughs> That'd be me. Yeah. Never be in a disaster with me. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> the empty life bike boat goes back to the floating people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just bodies. It's yeah. just stark. And Rose wakes up and Jack is dead and she cries and then she sucks it up and dumps the corpse, finds a way <laughs> to get the attention of the boat and they come get her. She avoids Billy Zane. She changes her name to last name Dawson. And then we flash forward to old lady who finishes the story. Everyone's crying. And then? And then she drops the jewelry into the ocean. Yeah. But I thought the old lady dropped it back into the ocean at the end. Well, baby, I went to get... Why? Why? That's the guy from Aqua too in the Barbie Girl song. Oh, well, you baby. Sh- you shouldn't have. <sighs> uh, and then we get... Yes. And we did watch the trailer, the theatrical trailer, yeah. pretty much the only extra on um, DJ's wife's it was, DVD. <laughs> she, I'm pretty sure she Original recipe DVD. actually bought that DVD I when we were it, talking about it while it was like still it. in the theaters. It looked like no it. widescreen available. <laughs> uh, we didn't have widescreen TVs yet. And that was it. That's uh, Titanic. That's Titanic. What are your good? pros and cons, Deej? I didn't do pros and cons. I didn't know we, we were doing pros do. and cons. We usually do. What did you like about the movie? What did you uh, not like about the movie? This is so... Movie. You guys are so well, more, well organized. Um, no. I wanted to ask you... False. About oh, your, the Billy Zane. The Socratic method of podcasting. Just turn it around <laughs> on us. <laughs> well, I don't feel like I, I can speak to... think he you and not me. I, I, I don't feel like I can speak to Billy Zane being a secret gay, whereas you two gays can. I Wikipedia'd him while we were talking, and he's been married many times. Yeah, I don't think Billy Zane is gay. No, but actually a character, I mean... His face is gay. He's got gay face. Serious gay face. It doesn't help that he's got a Travolta wig going on in this movie. A very, like... He looks like... Remember those um, Copper Top, those Duracell commercials from the 90s with the robot family? They were very plasticky looking. Yeah. He looks like that in this. He has poreless. He has this hairpiece on. His eyebrows have been plucked to shit. And he's got eyeshadow and mascara on. It's very, very distracting. He's very sculpted. He does. He's very face. expressive, like in certain... There's one scene that always speaks to me where uh, him and Jack sort of join together to like trick Rose into getting on a boat. And Jack's like, look, uh, you know, I'll get one of the other boats. And, and Cal says, oh, yeah, I've got a, I got a deal going on the other side of the boat. Don't worry about it. Me and Jack will get on that one. Yeah. Me and the man you left me for are definitely going to get on that boat together. And she's like, oh, okay. And she <laughs> hops on the boat. And as, she, you know, the boat's being lowered, Jack's like, there's no deal, is there? And he's like, oh, there's a deal, but you won't get anything from it. And then he turns to him he and gives him like, and he purses win. his lips, cocks his eyebrow, and says, oh, "I get whatever I want, one way or another." And then flares <laughs> his eyes at him, and I'm like, "All right, that's enough." <laughs> and then they did it, and then they just go to town. Whose hand was it though in, in the car? 
Oh, I'm getting when Billy Zane, when Billy Zane and Leo did the Zane. date. It was uh, it was a joint effort. Yeah. Billy well, Zane's yeah, left I have, hand, uh, Leo's right foot. I have uh, <laughs> I have to mention that uh, fuck shadowing moment. Uh, so at the oh, very yeah. beginning. Oh, of, yeah. the, of the flashback, they're showing the the Titanic being loaded with uh, you know luggage and and big boxes, and then there's a crane putting a car down, and I think pretty sure it's the car it's the that car. they they have sex in later. So it's sex foreshadowing or fuck shadowing, as I call it. Uh, and then I put CGI wolf. So I think that's a con for me. I'm sorry, CGI. Oh, okay. I thought like, you said like a wolf. Not like, like a wolf. Like, like CGI wolf, wolf was involved. Like wolf. Yeah. Uh, this, oh, some of the CGI did not hold up as well as I thought the, it was going to. You had to. a few boat shots that bothered me. The thing that bothered me the most was any time you saw the horizon at Oof. night yeah. was always like, I'm like, I've done better than that in Photoshop, like personally. <laughs> Do you think they've improved it? Like if we had a Blu-ray? Yeah, well, supposedly that Neil yeah, deGrasse Tyson probably. thing where he complained about the star chart in the scenes. Yeah. You know, to that point where it's like we're all, our patience is wearing thin, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, <laughs> apparently, James Cameron corrected it. And I bet he, while, in the, while he was there, he's like, well, while we're here, why don't we just correct yeah. all these I actually really all these like horizons. this. I wish we, we, there were easier ways to get hold of like whatever the original mm. releases, because this is like, this is how it was, man. When we yeah. saw, I mean, of course, yeah. it was on a big giant theater. A screen or whatever, but like I, I like that better rather than the sort of revised remastered. The George Lucas school. I mean, of course it looks better, but but like especially when in this scenario where we're trying to like go back to what it originally was and what we were originally thinking, we're like, ooh, that looks like a cartoon boat. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Not to be confused with wolf. Uh, I, I feel like they said Lady Death Gordon at some point. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sorry? Lady <laughs> Death Gordon? I'm pretty sure that's what uh, somebody's name was, which I thought would be a really cool band name. So That's pretty good. It should have been Kate Winslet's mother's name. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Death Gordon. Especially since she was acting like an alien for most of the movie. Right. <laughs> the one scene where Jack joins them for dinner and she's glaring at him while drinking. I was like, like you look like an alien. Yeah, she looks like a praying mantis well, and with she, powder on her face and a wig on. She keeps holding the drink. While like, not blinking and staring at him. Didn't so you think it was weird? I will skin you alive, Jack Dawson. <laughs> I just realized when she sees Jack on the deck and and they're spitting off the side. So this mm-hmm. is early on when Kate that and Leo are atrocious just, scene that the end of that atrocious are getting to know yeah. each other for the first time. And she, he's teaching her how to spit. It uh-huh. makes sense when you watch the movie and her mom is walking around like, you know, with Ooh. her buddies and just happens to see them with her buddies, with her crew. <laughs> they're doing their, their squad. <laughs> squad goals. One of whom is the unsinkable Molly Brown, and they don't want her around because she's new money, yeah. and she's kind of loud and obnoxious. Which my boo wrote, new money equals bad on, on my <laughs> notes. Um, Thank you, Tyler. And there's Thank a you, voiceover. Do you remember this? It's just coming back to me. There's a voiceover. Mother looked at him like he was... Oh, I guess that's something. the old lady telling yeah. the story. You thought it was the voice of God. No, I, it's, <laughs> it happens naturally, and I didn't, I didn't like pull out of the movie and get distracted by it. But now that I'm thinking about it, are there other voiceovers? Just a little bit, like at the I beginnings and ends of like. Of I remember flashbacks. being startled. There's a scene I think before the actual night to remember starts. Um, to remember. 
it it flashes back and you it does this several times in the movies to the point where it starts to get a little exhausting but it it shows the stern of the boat and it it morphs into a scene of the titanic as it is in the present covered in barnacles and what have you no man and that's that's what we paid for that's, the, that's, <laughs> that's what, what we, you paid oh yeah for. i was waiting for it yeah, i was like what i we got came it in for. the first few times yeah but only three it, times could have happened more in my opinion but it uh i agree it goes, I, I would do the whole thing like a property well, that's brother not really the point i'm trying to land on here i just really want to i don't think i even remember on, what my original point is <laughs> but that it, it goes to uh Gloria Stewart at that point, and I remember being startled. I'm like, "Ah, oh, right, I forgot about this fucking part of the movie where we have to keep going back to Gloria Stewart." Over yeah, over that was my again. first note. Yeah, Gloria Stewart is the old lady. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you don't like that part of the story t- at all. You and could- you asked while we were watching, like before anyone had said anything. You're like, "Do you really think this is even necessary to the movie?" Yeah, the love story to me is independent of the like. Why do you need the jewelry? It's this heist movie unnecessarily. I don't There's get it. There's this jewelry part, and I have to remind myself, I'm like, oh, right, the fucking necklace. I keep it's forgetting about It's all about, about according MacGuffin. to the, um, all the trivia I read this morning, it's all about James Cameron and the deep sea dive. I think that he went down there so many times he fell in love with doing that. He was interested in the story, right. and I think he wanted to feature that in the movie. And, and like, I do how do think I do it? Jewelry. people like our older brothers uh-huh. were probably like stoked that they're seeing actual footage of the actual right. Titanic and watching some nerd who you, was your MVP, that yeah. the, the guy like who, who gets the button, to say like, the, Bill the only F word, yeah. yeah, show like the digital recreation of how the sink sinking occurred. I, I thought that was actually a really nice way to integrate that part. I mean the jewelry part to me is you could jettison that. Yeah. Flotsman jetsum. I guess other, I guess you have terms. to have the I current timeline. Oh, nice. Oh, sorry. I thought we were still doing C <laughs> C words. <laughs> um I uh but I like that see that computer reenactment they do at the beginning where they're trying to explain to Gloria Stewart who lived through it um how the the ship broke apart and especially because that was kind of new information at that time that right. the Titanic had split and yeah. why it split um I thought that was nice to have that in there because then you call back to it while you're watching everything happen in real time in the end you're like oh, yeah it's split and because it's being pulled down by the other piece and that splits apart I get it now yeah Bob's there like a cork, whole ass in the air. I get it. <laughs> what movie would it, what would it be like if it didn't have any of the present storyline, if it began with... I mean, it'd just be a period movie. And I think it would be pretty good. Yeah, personally. I would agree. Yeah. It would be still pretty good. You, yeah. I, guess you, I guess what you would miss... I mean, she would die alone in her bed, and you'd see photos of her riding a horse in front of a you roller could even coaster. Keep- <laughs> It was ridiculous. And flying an airplane. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> she becomes a Renaissance woman. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to Jack. His inspirational yeah. deathbed scene. She Death annoyed me more than ocean scene. I expected. I Gloria remember Stewart? Her, no. Kate Winslet's Carrot Rose. Yeah. I expected or remembered that she was already a Renaissance woman, that she was a strong woman. That she, she she was spirited. She knows she doesn't love this man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She uh is open to, to art. She likes Jack, but there are moments in the movie where suddenly she becomes really, what's the word? Like a man will say to her, Oh, you should do this, honey. And she'll go, really? Okay. And that just doesn't seem in like, like getting on the boat, but there were other things too. 
I would agree that it seemed very muddled because she would seem very strong-willed in one scene. Yes. And then and then there's in in the same scene she'll flip on herself that horrible scene that I I always think of as the quintessential this is why Titanic is a mediocre film is this scene that scene of them falling in love when after he saved her and they're walking around on on the first class deck and sort of getting to know each other um she starts spilling her guts about she, I mean, she's quoting, like, Evanescence lyrics, it feels like. She's like, I feel like yeah. I'm in a room screaming and no one can hear me. And it's like, no one would ever say this to a man they just met. And then he has the gall to say, do you actually love the man you're engaged to? And she's like, how dare you, sir? And I'm like, you just were talking about how you want to get out of your life. I feel like this is not even, he's not even changing the subject. He's asking a follow-up question. Well, I think that's one of those things that, like a movie trick, where it's set in uh, such a far away time Mm -hmm. that they expect you to be like, oh, I guess things were different in the the teens. And so we don't know, maybe that was for some reason... I don't want to defend the way she's drawn at all because it's there are many problems with it. But also, I think they'd set it up that she's like in a very like she was about to kill herself. Right? Like she's in a pretty desperate, confused, like kind of twisted spot for her in her head. And so, like, I think she is going back and forth between these things, like the person that she wants to be, the spirited person, and mm. the person that Jack makes her feel like when he's when she's with him versus the sort of person that she's become because she feels pressured by her, right. her mom to like marry uh, gay Billy Zane and, and get his money and all this kind of stuff. So I think it is a little like, I think I get what they were trying to do. I don't think right. it was successful mm. necessarily in all aspects of it, but I think they were trying to like kind of show her conflict of... I yeah I would see that like I think the movie is trying to show us that Jack opened her up yeah but it feels like at times she seems pretty opened already I regret it already <laughs> um, she's pretty open minded about certain things where, you know. <laughs> she seems pretty open minded about certain things yeah and I guess we don't see Jack you know opening her mind to things she seems pretty already like there. Right. And then she sort of clams up at other times. Uh, you know, I think about that, well, the art, and apparently she took ballet and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she reads Freud. But I think that's how... And it has no problem, like, bringing it out and, like, lashing at, not lashing out, but being snarky with other, you know, rich bastards on the boat. I feel like that's a bad, like, a, a not great writing right. version of a complicated And I think character. we also all agree, like, that suicide scene seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah. It, it seems like a real big soon. lead. They you don't know anything her. about her. Yeah. They could have pushed that or finagled that a little bit before, like, immediately. They could have definitely pulled time from many other places it's in the so movie. It's so startling. It, you, you were right. You mentioned when we were watching that it feels like a flashback because it's just suddenly she's running up a deck, you know, in yeah. her bare feet. To jump off yeah, the side the, of a boat. I, th- I feel like the scene before, the camera pulls away for her, from her in a way it makes you think she's remembering something. Yeah, she's yeah. in the middle of a convert. Well, she's in a, at dinner staring off into space. Yeah, and it zooms away. Mm-hmm. And while then she's running. While we're complaining about Rose, how about her lifeboat math? Uh, scene. <laughs> oh, she's like a math genius. I'm like, this is what you should do when you get back yeah. to America. Do math. That'll be great for photos <laughs> by your deathbed. Women need mathematicians. You're right. Bitches. Well, be all mathing. of us need mathematicians yeah. <laughs> that are women. Only women need math. <laughs> yeah, they're like walking around the deck, and she's like, "There's uh, only uh, enough uh, lifeboats for half the people on this boat, or something." That is and something that I would do, but not Rose. <laughs> it seems like that would be necessary if you were making the movie you want to make, where there is no dialogue, uh, no <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. but uh, there's no like Gloria Stewart part. 
where, oh, we need someone to express these ideas that there right. aren't enough lifeboats. But if you're going to have that first part, you don't need, you know, Kate Winslet going, well, I was just doing all the math in my head, and I noticed there's not enough lifeboats on this boat. I wonder if they... Uh- you never miss a thing, Rose. <laughs> You you may already know this already from your deep dive into trivia, LT, but did they – was there like a movie version of this movie at some point in the draft that didn't have those sort of bookends of the – of the Bill Paxton's nothing of the world. was revealed to me at this time because the only way the only way I could see <laughs> that that happened is that like they had a movie and then they were like this doesn't make enough so. sense I but think I don't it always had that bookends because yeah. I was just thinking now okay well let's say it was a period piece that ends with her in bed that would be the first time you saw the old lady I mean you would assume it would be Rose but it, it wouldn't be enough you'd have to have her at the beginning so then you have to like develop this other storyline plus I'm sure he wants to shove in his videos of the deep sea dive and the stuff that interests people now well i thought i guess the the legend i always heard legend um is that he started writing a script for titanic and then wanted to go down and then that sort of formed yeah that his was script that, that makes sense, sense. I, mean, I don't know it, how hard of a script jinx. he had before you know i feel like i feel like it would be cool if the movie ended with her like finding the rose of the sea in her pocket like, like she that like and after. then she goes the last shot is her walking into a pawn shop <laughs> or just like with bad to the bone playing in the right background. yeah she's got a saw off shotgun for some reason <laughs> it's actually directed by quentin tarantino <laughs> uh i have a question for you damon i know we've got a lot of other stuff to get to i'm sure on your notes but uh is it about gay billy movie, zane so that thing? means it's a three-hour podcast yeah that's, right. that's the rule yeah if we i feel like this is of all things to go over on this is we could number so, 50 uh uh when you're drawing uh, a naked woman, Dana, yeah, uh, where Go do you on. start? Do you start right on the boob? I start this on the nipple. Great question, Deej. You yeah. want to start, Damon? Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Damon is a very talented artist out. for real, and I don't know how many naked Kate Winslet's he's ever drawn, but I, I hide a naked Kate Winslet in every drawing I do. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Be on the lookout. Okay. I know this is awkward, but it is a podcast. You guys can't see us. I am naked. <laughs> Reclining on a couch. And Damon is drawing me. <laughs> but while I made we're her talking. Put, I made her put a Kate Winslet mask on. I just have to have it. It's a little weird. Yeah. But uh, we, we, we went to college together. We've been through lots no of weird big deal. stuff. So where did you start? Right boob is my guess. Yeah? Right breast. Yeah. Her right or your my right? My right. Okay. Breast. Stage left boob. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um does anyone buy that that drawing would survive being under the goddamn ocean for 80 years? I don't years? know. Sure. Does paper... Does paper... Is that cool in water? Or <laughs> well, is that just too It fine? was old-timey paper. With charcoal on water. top? It's a salt water. I can't touch a charcoal drawing without half of it coming off on my hand, <laughs> but it can live at the bottom of the ocean for It was in a leather thingy. Oh, you're right. That leather pouch. Everything in, in this movie is based on a true story. <laughs> I spent the whole movie, every quote. He's real. Real person. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The chef, real person. The guy going chef down. Chef he went on to make ship. canned spaghetti. Mm. Well, he was like, he, lo- he looked at the ship as a, he was standing on top of it, and he was like, I bet this could hold a lot of beef ravioli if we, <laughs> I got a great idea. Um, shelf stable meat pasta. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do love some Chef Boyardee. No. Who are your MVPs uh, of the movie? I put Kathy Bates as my yeah, MVP. I get 
I, I want. I, I think I agree that you because I said bearded guy, his buddy originally. Bearded, yeah, Bill Paxton, the guy who buddy. was supposed to be played by Philip Seymour Hoffman from right. Twister. Right. Yeah. Is yeah, this he guy. had some okay lines, but it, I agree that he was like almost trying a little too hard to be the like funny sidekick. And, and Kathy Bates is just Kathy Bates. I She's feel like great. Kathy Bates knew exactly what type of movie she was in. I don't. Everyone else was like sort of in the dark. Like, are we doing a drama? Or? Yeah. She was like, I know what this is. Got it. I don't. He didn't have any comic beats, but Victor Garber, I thought, actually That's did mine. a good job, like bringing weight. To He's the great. Story. He's always great. So is Kathy Bates. Sydney Bristow's dad. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's from Alias. Me too. I love it too. I loved. <laughs> remember when Sydney went to college? That so you had Kath- Kathy Bates, you had Victor Garber? Yeah, I had Victor Gar- Victi Garber. Old Vicky Garbs. <laughs> v Garbs. Uh, I want to remind you, LT, at one point that you said you'd make a great henchman, and I want to explore that. I have you quote, I'd make a great henchman. I just think it would take the kind of concentration and detail-orientedness. Yeah, because so Billy Zane's character has a, like a henchman guy. Yeah, David who, Werner. Who yes. I thought, I'd forgotten what happened other than the ship sinking, like the minute details. <laughs> you remember that part, that's good. Uh, I remember the basic sketch outline, but I didn't remember that he had a henchman, and it kind of felt like to me at the end, like he was gonna um, figuratively throw Billy Zane under the bus. Oh yeah, like he's gonna do a, f- a switcher. Yeah, like there was one like where Josh he, he was Gad like Beauty yeah. and the Beast. He was like, right. there's, there's more boats at the other side, and I thought he's lying. It's just yeah, he's and then he kisses Billy Jack. Zane. That would have been interesting, but I but guess that didn't happen. I guess ultimately unnecessary, but. Evidently, he was in the last Titanic movie, which is called A Night to Remember. Which he was, was in the seventies, seventies. Wow, A Night to Remember. Actually, it may not be A Night to Remember. Night to Remember is actually, I think, the fifties. There's one in between that was made in the seventies. Because an Adventure. That me and no, um, that he uh, <laughs> that he was in. He was the love interest in it. Okay. And I remember catching it late on late night on television. And actually, I, this ties into something from this movie. It is the first time as a kid that I recognize something in period movies that drives me insane, which oh. is dramatic irony in terms of technology. In that movie, there's someone filming the launch of the Titanic as it's coming off the the pier um <laughs> and someone goes moving pictures why that would never catch on and there's yeah. a scene like that about picasso and monet where yeah. billy zane says uh, he'll never make a name for himself in this town and it's just so infuriating it's like it's like they all they want is for one like mom to like turn to one aunt right. in the movie theater and go because it's 1912 <laughs> we're watching moving pictures now <laughs> he was way off uh, do you, do you care to yeah, explore no, your henchman? A, oh, sorry. Scene. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. David, Warner. we're just going to delete everything you no, said. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. cut it and then yeah. move it after. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> um, there's just a scene. If you guys where... could just say, so anyway, before everything you say, that'll help me a lot <laughs> in the editing room. So, so anyway, so anyway, <laughs> there's a scene where, uh, right after the drawing takes place and they get dressed again. Mm. This, oh, okay. The, I was for some reason I was picturing like bingo or something, like drawing. <laughs> anyway, sorry. A drawing. The henchman is looking for them, and yeah. they're in like this huge suite, and the, he hears a door shut. So it's kind of like a giant hotel room, or maybe like three put together. Yeah, it's like a little maze. Well, they have their own promenade. It's pretty. It's pretty spacious. It's pretty awesome looking. It looks yeah. pretty. Aw- I'd want to stay in there for sure. Yeah. I just you definitely want to stay in the first class cabin. It's, she's got a strong opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose. 
That would be what are you one. talking about? Poor people are better. They dance and stuff. That's true. And they yeah, got bunk beds. Cool. They have fun. They drink yeah. beer instead of they champagne. They arm wrestle, but then they're friends afterwards. They will take champagne. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm more of a first classy. I'm more comfortable with the champagne than I am beer. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Maybe, so maybe you should be in second so class. So he's chasing them through the Oh, yeah. Thing. I just thought, you know, I could do that. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'd be good at that. I, I thought could, maybe there was more I, to it. He just didn't seem very good fast. at the searching or the following yeah. people. Or? Yeah, totally. And I just thought the whole resume you've got. You'd it. be like a, a T, like a T one thousand, like 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 just like relentless. Like you're turn not your hands into claws and hooking not the back necessarily of your like the fastest cyborg, but it's like oh shit, she's not gonna stop Here's until the thing. she kills us. I'm not very sneaky though. Well, maybe was we, maybe we should read. David Warner was this. no sneak. He was really tall. We could see him everywhere. At one point, yeah. he literally goes. <laughs> like when he, he peeks around a doorway during the uh, during the uh, when she the, goes down the third to the bellows, yeah, party. He peeks down like a Scooby Doo right. villain. <laughs> I just want to be a little bit faster. I'm like, I could get. To I them. wish he had been completely upside down and his head just came down. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have to talk about the hand. All right. So, so this there's... is a, this is an internet oh, phenomenon uh, about. There's a couple internet phenomenons. Phenomena. Phenomen- phenomena. Phenomena is phenomena. So, thank you. You're welcome. Tell me, LT, LT, or Damon, tell me about the the hand. What is the what is? Well, they 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 go down to Pound Town in a Model T. This after they're being chased by the the henchmen. Right, they get so flustered that they don't know what to do. But you know, their caveman brains take over, and they're like, "Let's just fuck in this car." Right. Another hand. And well, I the henchmen's guess after apparently- them, so they have to go to a private space, right? Right, and they—I mean, they—it also feels like James Cameron's like, I want to actually show the rest of the ship, so they like Ooh. run through the engine. I, yeah, I'm I'm surprised they didn't like help turn some right. turnstiles yeah. at one point right. while naming specific crew members, <laughs> so that LT can go. He was real. That was a real crewman. Uh, and then they if get any to of those storage. guys had survived with quotes, they probably would have. That's <laughs> but they. I'm doing this on all did. the quotes you kept saying were literal quotes. Um, but they go to storage or you know whatever storage yeah. whatever it's called, and they find uh, the Model T and they fuck in the back of it. And apparently there is a internet debate. There's a famous scene where you see it, it zooms in slowly on the steamy car yeah. and you just see a hand hit the window and kind of slide down in ecstasy. Yeah. And you just look at it and you think, oh, Kate, Kate Winslet's hand. They're right. doing it. Orgasm or whatever. Yeah. Was anyone here, did we all assume, as kids, assume it was Kate Winslet's hand? Yeah. I did. Oh, it yeah. seems like a very feminine thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Culturally. They Men, when have, they climax, they just punch a as, wall. As, it's not, it's and we can the, get to this. As feminine as Leo is and attractive in this movie, I still don't think you would have assumed it was him. That would have been like it's a It's just not a, like, do. it doesn't mean anything if the guy does it, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, it, narratively. It's just kind of like a, that guy just slapped the glass for some reason. <laughs> like, where, as if a woman does it. In this, in this scenario, where it's a man and a woman having heterosexual sex, it's like, that's... That means I'm enjoying myself. That's code yeah. for I have orgasms. Yes. Thank I you. do remember thinking when I first saw it, maybe the slightest bit, that the hand was oriented a little too, like... High? Uh, maybe not high, but just like it's straight onto the window. Right. But, you know, you don't think about it too much, but evidently there is a Reddit thread. I read a Jezebel article that yeah, I think I uh, yeah. summarized the thread. 
of people arguing about whose hand it was and what sexual position they're in. So we made DJ pause the movie <laughs> and get on the floor. So we paused it with with the, the hand there so we knew exactly yeah. how it was. And now, we've solved the now, mystery. Now, I didn't think he had to take off his clothes, but you did insist, well, and he got on the floor. I just want and accuracy. And then drew him, but he started with... <laughs> but I wore the Kate Winslet mask, so it was yeah, okay. started with the right breast, yeah. stage right. <laughs> so it was definitely Kate Winslet. She was definitely... Underneath, on the bottom. On the bottom. Yeah. In the same position as she's in when they've switched to it, it's just backwards because they are coming at the, the yes. couple from the other side. Yeah. She took her right hand. It's all legit. And just turned it away from the yeah. sex and put yeah. it against the window. <laughs> away from the sex. <laughs> and towards the window and slid it down. Problem solved. Done. Okay. Um, we've solved the internet. In fact, I mean, I'm confused why there's a debate. I mean, once we figured it out, there's only one option. Yeah, one. It doesn't make any sense for it to be Leo's hand. No, it I mean, no, she he could would be, have to go. She could be on top. The right hand. Yeah. Or he would have to go like this. Or they would like DJ. LT argued is contorting in the herself yeah. in weird positions. Or DJ, like DJ, argued <laughs> they great would be audio. In a, a He'd be like this. <laughs> well, I'm naked. So what am I going to do? Yeah, you argued for a while that well, I was, I was, yeah. she was on top. You were obsessed with her being on top. And I'm here to tell you, you know she what? wasn't. It's I just, empowering. I just like I just like how that goes. But they hadn't invented women you blame on top me? yet in 1912. We were only doing missionary at that time. Sexual technology was uh, very slow. But the middle finger. That was around Greece, since ancient Greece. Yeah, so at one point uh, when they're running away from Hinch, Hinch friend, uh, Hinch they go down the elevator and, and Kate Winslet flips off, flips him off, and we were like, "Is that was that a thing?" And yeah. yes, apparently since there's eight- too many jokes. Once it hits the iceberg and starts going down, starts going down. I felt traumatized by it this yeah. time. It was really intense. Uh, you mean from us or from the movie? <laughs> no, the movie. Okay. It's just like people are dying all over the place. You, you spend well, yeah. the whole half of the movie thinking about what it would be like to drown. What do you mean by during the climax do you think there are too many jokes? Yeah. Can you give me an example? The flipping off. That was. They That's, didn't know they were sinking yet. They, they are not sinking yet. They're just running from... They're running from the law, man. Yeah. Johnny yeah, but law. they're like... The elevator's not going down because the ship is sinking. No, that's when she goes back to get Jack. That's another time. She gets on that elevator by herself. Okay, and fine. Forces the issue. Okay, fine. I just watched the movie. Too, Although I will point your direct your attention to a deleted scene of when they do hit the iceberg and it's still moving its way down the side of the mm. boat. There is a deleted shot of Kathy Bates in the bar calling for a waiter to get her more ice. That they thankfully yeah. cut, which is also the, it's around the same time in the movie. The the deleted scene of the iceberg being like, "Come closer, <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt you." Come here, ship. I've been so lonely here in and the it, North Atlantic. It's cold. Come cuddle with me. <laughs> in the world, why would the of, ice be concerned about it being cold? Eh, it was a character choice. Of, in the world of prose, I think the movie does do a good job. As soon as it hits the iceberg, walking that fine line between. Disaster movie, lots of action, but not too dire. For example, the the old lady has a Pomeranian at the beginning, a, a dog, a puppy. The, yeah, yeah. That's actually, old Rose. I guess, young Rose had Pomeranians also, but they cut it out of the movie because they have to show the dogs freezing to death Aww. at the end, and I think that they had to cut it out because ASPCA dead dead puppies. You can show dead bodies. They showed a dead baby, but not dead puppies. People can't do that. They would walk yeah. out. No, yeah. 
The the dead baby was a bit like. I I will agree with you. The whole climax of the movie is, um, I think, definitely the strongest part of the movie. I think it is fantastic. It is. It plays on my biggest fear, which is mobs and mob mentality. Really, and panic. Yeah, that's my big fear. So, were you when Kathy Bates is like, "We need to take the ship back"? Are you like, "Don't do it"? They're going to tip you. I mean, there is a part of me that's like, I get what that guy's saying. Like, you will get swamped and you will all die. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, watching that whole ship go down, and I love that it's in real time. I think that's a wise choice. Like, I think it does. I think I have read that it does. The last hour and a half is the hour and a half it took to actually slip into the sea. Wow. I can confirm that's correct. Oh, trivia. Um, and I think it does a great job and shows the destruction and how how it would work. And and you know, I think it's a. Fantastic it's climax. Terrifying. Except for the string quartet memorizing all of their music. You're so mad about it. I can't get. They're can't professionals. Get, I can't get fucking. Yeah, they're professional musicians. To... Of course, they would have their music <laughs> memorized. You want charts for Orpheus? Get out of here. For for. Uh, I, I and Leo and Kate were my MVPs, but I just want to say this is peak Leo and Kate for me, especially Leo. This is peak Kate for you. Yeah. Acting-wise? No, not acting-wise. Oh, okay. Beauty-wise. Oh, okay. It's all shallow. Yeah, these are peak Leo and Kate. 100% peak beauty for both of them. Especially him. Especially him. I had completely forgotten. He is such a dreamboat in this. His his, his hair falling in front of his face. Yeah, very bird-like, and that doesn't age well, I guess. And his, his... Awfulness now has eclipsed for me the ability to remember how beautiful he was. Now, the acting is terrible. I think they're both... Okay, we've talked about him and we hate him. She's good. Don't lump me in in this. She's a good actress. She's a good actress and he is a competent actor. But neither of them are even close to good in this. She might deliver two lines out of her. I feel like for both of them, and I agree with what you're saying, but also... There's, I don't know what else they could do with what they were given right Agrees. There I mean, are atrocious it's like, uh, lines. We, we used the, the analogy while we were watching it of like the best actors in your high school doing a shitty play. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but they're, I mean, like, what do you want them to do? Like, yeah, I didn't, I felt bad for them. I, instead of seeing an edit of this movie without the current time period, I'd rather see an edit of this movie with no dialogue. Yeah. Hmm. Just Charlie Chaplin like subtitles in between important lines. I'll play the piano. Tyler wrote on my notes, which was one of the best like laugh lines that are not Bill Paxton line, um, which is in that atrocious scene. I'll just name it the atrocious scene when they're getting um, to know each other. When they're getting to know each other, she uh, is so mad at him for being so rude. That she inexplicably looks down at what he's holding and just grabs his portfolio out of his hand and starts p- flipping through it. And Tyler wrote down on my notes, what are you, an artist or something? <laughs> Which is what she says to him. Uh, and then later in the scene, he says, now this I can't blame on Titanic, because this is a line that shows up in a lot of romantic movies where Jack just says to her, I see you. And I'm like, what? You just don't like it because Sauron says it. I see you. <laughs> uh, but Bill Paxton is my one, my LVP, my least valuable player he in this is movie. Rest in peace. And has God the worst line but, of the movie. I mean, 
put in a capable actor in that role, would it actually be better? Because Leo and Kate are capable actors. Yeah. And I think in- someone could have dug into that. Like, he's supposed to be playing sort of, maybe not, he's not a villain, but he's so sort he's of a, a cynical... Pirate. Like, I'm in it for the money. I've not, I've forgotten that, you know, Titanic is an actual tragedy. I think he's almost an audience surrogate. He's, you know, yeah. Titanic has sort of ended in this mythic place in mm. the public perception. And we sort of treat it as like, oh, let's just talk about the grandeur and the irony of this, you know, quote unquote, unsinkable ship sinking to the bottom of the ocean on its maiden voyage. And I think he sort of plays that role of just sort of gawking and, and digging through the remains. And he's looking for his own little treasure. And he could have played that up. There could have been this sort of cynical, almost comical, character who learns something in the end because he does sort of of the Gloria Stewart half of the story or third of the story he's the one who has this story arc he has a character arc and it's Bill Paxton going three years I've been searching for Titanic and I never let it in I'm like are we does he think we're doing another pass of this shot or <laughs> we're now, just getting blocking on this one right I'm sorry now do you think we could have gotten better with say a, a Bill Pullman or, uh, <laughs> oh, does anyone have any missiles? Um, or Matthew McConaughey. Actually, Matthew I McConaughey think, could have been good in that role. Uh, yeah, he would have been that, that role he would have done all well right, in. Right, he would not right. have done well in the... Jack Dawson role. Yeah, Jack Dawson role. Was it Jack Dawson that he was going for? Matthew McConaughey? Yes. No, the studio wanted him. All right. I can't even imagine. I've got I two see, most valuable I moments. I see you, Rose. Two favorite moments. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry. And Holly moment. Hunter as as Rose. Oh my god! What are you, an artist or something? <laughs> Jack, 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 Jack! <laughs> give me that pipe. <laughs> She's turning into like Ma Kettle in my version. <laughs> okay, my two favorite moments: when Jack comes down to dinner and he looks awesome yeah. in his tux, dapper, and Kate Winslet gives him all the gossip. Of all the rich people. I mm. love that. Yeah. yeah, That's my favorite scene. It was scene. quite a stir or something like that. She was, that yeah, was because funny. she's in her element. That's when she's like the feisty one that she actually is. They're comfortable together and yeah. he looks great. They get to be catty bitches together. <laughs> yes, I love that. I'm like, ooh, more of this. I want the gossip of every human being. <laughs> Give me all the 1912 all dirt. <laughs> um, I loved it when Billy Zane flipped over the table. I've never seen such a good table flip in a movie. That was a good table flip. Just like with a flick of his wrist, yeah. that and table everything was across crashed the room. Off. I mean, it was scary because he is intimidating her. But uh, man, that was a good table flip. It is was. he a little too, while you were on the subject, is he ridiculously evil? He, yeah, is yeah. he a little too evil? Yeah, well, I mean, I started to say this during my my recap. It's it's I don't understand his um, motivation for exactly. Yeah, going after you did him. say oh, yeah. we talked yeah. about this during the movie. You did say, well, it's his pride. I just don't think that's enough. The ship is sinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't need her money. It would be different if he needed her money. Then I could see, okay, I've yeah. got to hold on to her because I got to get her inheritance or whatever. Yeah, he does. He's pretty cartoonish in his motivations. Like it's it's uh, the gun sequence. I was just like, come on, the gun gets ridiculous. Um, and then I mean that plays into the fucking jewel again, where he's put the jewel in her coat pocket and inexplicably puts his coat on her 
As I mean, the only reason he would do it is he because actually, it advances the plot. Yeah, to something he actually else. took a blanket off, off of her, of her to put then, his coat on, that <laughs> has the jewel that he put in there on her. When and that then happened, she runs off. I didn't necessarily feel like that was a natural though. He is controlling of her. Right. I could see him without it being a plot device. Him being like, "Why are you wearing that crappy coat? Stolen coat? Here's my better coat, right? Or whatever." I suppose. Uh, Disagree. Hard disagree. I just just think that sometimes when movies don't know how to make a... I think this happens a lot in romantic comedies or just romantic movies where a woman is trapped in a love triangle between two men. It's just the other one just becomes so cartoonishly villainous that it's like, all right, why would she be with this guy in the first place? I mean, I know there's a lot of societal issues in this case, but he's like beating her by the end of the movie. He slaps her. Yeah. And he's flipping tables. And, and using a child to get himself on a on a boat. A right, lifeboat. and there's pushing like, people off light boats to get what he not, wants. There's not even a redemptive beat. Like, right. No, and a, like, I just don't understand why he wants her. Right, well, yeah. Like, you understand why Gaston he's wants He's rich Belle. and handsome. Yeah. But that's a, a literally a cartoon. Actually, I'm not entirely sure yeah, why, why Gaston why wants he Belle. He could have any lady in, in Bon Bon Bon. It's because she doesn't want him, and everyone oh. else does. And he's in love with Josh Gad. No, Josh Gad's in love with him. I want it exclusively gay, not inclusively gay. Can I we exclusive? Can we touch on the 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 driftwood meme of them at the end? So, oh yeah, there's another internet. Oh, right. Sensation or like uh This was new sensation. to me. Sensation. This We've got an internet sensation it. here. So you know, at the end of the movie, uh, Rose and Jack or Jack finds a like piece of a is it a door? It's a door, of, I yeah. think. And he. Uh, puts Rose, helps Rose get up on it, and then he tries briefly to get up on it, and he can't. So he just he stays in the water, and then he ends up dying because he's hypothermia in the water, and she lives because she's up out of the water on the door. And then there's this thing that went on the internet. It was several years ago now. Yeah, uh, it's just a and it was thing. A, cu- a couple people uh, did this funny. It was a bunch of really funny pictures of. It. They made an exact size. They replica. taped it out. Yeah, they taped they? it out on the floor, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. And they showed how two people could definitely sit on it. They're like playing cards. They're like in a bunch of different positions. They can spoon. They can just sit on opposite yeah. ends. And then eventually James Cameron responded was like... Yeah, someone interviewed him about probably Avatar 5. And he was <laughs> like, it's not a question of size. It's a question of buoyancy. And I mean, I always understood it. I think they did enough to, to be like he tried. It doesn't. It doesn't work. I don't need a I fifteen trust, minute scene of him struggling. I know. To get on I the trust door. the movie at this point in that sense, where you're like, well, I could have used one where she like inches onto the edge of the door, like to balance it, and then he tries to get on. Right. But I mean, I got the point. It's not a Three Stooges film. You right. didn't need them like <laughs> flipping it over and like yeah, where they're just like rolling it like a barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I figure we should at least talk about that since it's a it was a big thing a couple of years. But you missed it apparently. It wasn't even. I did, but I did read a piece of trivia. Tell me everything that that door or gate or whatever is based on an actual real person artifact <laughs> that was extracted from the Titanic at some point, but it was enlarged so that it she would float. Oh, with her on it. Oh, you son of a bitch, James Cameron! I switched my vote to the meme. Fuck you, James Cameron. <laughs> um, anything else? Any other highlights or lowlights that we need to talk to? I do talk want to, to correct the one, record about? on one thing. I want to touch back on it. You said uh, my, uh, your older brother and my older brother correct. would be into the traveling in through the bowels. 
I want to just, in my brother's defense, he is strictly into the luxury of the Titanic <laughs> coming off the Liverpuglian pier. That is Jason Santhopoulos' bread and butter. I doubt my brother has ever seen this movie, even having loved, like, pouring over National Geographic's as a... I still do it. There, there was one at National Geographic where they actually had a map, a pull-out map, of I the descent this. of the Titanic. Whoa. From when it sank. And, like, it's a it's a timeline, but it also it goes to the bottom of the that ocean. That was a big issue. I bet if we look it up, that's the, like, best-selling issue of National Geographic ever. Like you mean maybe. the one? Like, this one was just a few years ago. Oh, really? I'm not talking about the one where Robert Ballard, like, found the Titanic and they, like, showed all this this photo spread. Mm. Oh. That had a map of it on the on the ocean floor. I've seen that one too. Wow! In I, fact, yeah. my brother wrote a song about the Titanic. This just popped in my head. What? Oh my god! When we were going up, called? my, my heart called, go on. I'm going to sing it to you. <laughs> my heart go on. Is so, that what I said? My heart will go on. <laughs> my parents both had guitars that would sit in this other, like the dining room, and I remember we were in the dining room and we didn't know how to play guitar, but the guitar is tuned, DJ, as you would know, to a standard tuning. Yes. So the song that is, correct. is I in can standard tuning, <laughs> and I'm going to sing it poorly now for you. You ready? Here we go. So give me the high E. The Titanic was a ship that sunk to the ocean floor. <laughs> Just down the strings. Yes. Just, yeah, the melody is. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Titanic. Was a ship that sunk to if you pay more than if you play more than thirty seconds, we have to pay her brothers. So All right, yeah. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna call him tomorrow and see if he remembers this. We'll give him. We'll give I him. guarantee you. Actually, if I go the Titanic, he'll be like, "Was a ship." <laughs> and now I do not have perfect pitch by any means, but I can tune a guitar by ear. Not because of that. Yeah. Nice. That's that's pretty handy. I mean, that was the first song that my brother ever wrote. Not the last. And it was about the Titanic. So if that tells you anything. They're all shipwrecked songs, go. though. You should hear his he piece that Lusitania. <laughs> he loved that shit. Uh, anything else we need to Let me go through my our... notes here. Great corduroy pants, I wrote. He does have some good... He does have some, some good nice, high-waisted... Loved uh, it. Nice pants. Oh, I just I can't get over how beautiful he was. I loved him in He's Romeo and Juliet, too. And I was thinking in the earlier segment, did I... I did this a lot where I would have fake crushes on boys because mm-hmm. I really liked the girl in the movie. And I right. loved Claire Danes in my so-called life. So yeah. I thought, am I just like, did I fake my crush on Leo? The law of transposing crushes. But I think it was both. I think they were just he, I mean, I can so see pretty. how a young budding lesbian would fall in love with a 1996-97 Leonardo DiCaprio. Definitely. Like me and my, how I'm a heterosexual and I was in love with Taylor Hansen. It just makes sense. But I got uh, Rose and Jack killed everyone on the boat by distracting the crew with their love, is one of my notes. Yeah, it's true. Because they the guys come in up post coital and yeah. they see them. And when they turn back, I, I didn't even, I've never noticed this until I watched it this time. When they turn back from looking at the post coital lovers, they see the iceberg for the first time. And yeah. I'm like, way to go, you guys. Could That's they? why you should never have sex. Not and in a Ford Model time, T, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and every time they go to the stem or stern of the boat, they are, except for the end, when they're all gathered trying to survive as it's sinking, they are alone and no one else is around. Why would anyone be on the prow of a beautiful ship 
at sunset. Well, it was supposed to be super cold out, right? And they're the only crazies running around. I uh, we we went on a cruise last year, and uh, <laughs> there we go. There was several old se- Richie Rich. Several times later at night, there would be like no one anywhere because it was mostly families and old people. So they were at the buffet. And they had their first. Or they, so they were cabin. eating, or they were in their cabins, and I would just go out and just like you would. Just or they were seeing Jeff bit. Dunham in the in the Lido deck. <laughs> yeah. Did you think about Titanic? No. Did you have an existential crisis at all? No, I did. Like though. just fearing for his own. Did death? you count the number of seats in a lifeboat and then go around <laughs> and count all the lifeboats and then no, do they all do, No, but so they do the uh, what do they call it? Uh, there's a word for it. Uh, I'll have to think of it. A manifest. When well, when you have to do the the drill basically, and you Captain's have to like lock. line up with your number at, a at the fire drill. No, there's. A, I'm gonna get. Evacuation. I'm gonna get really mad later when I realize what the word. Just is. Just insert it in. Edit it in, Deej. Overdub it. They call it a... Uh, so, so anyway... <laughs> beep. Uh, wow, that was so, really great information, DJ. So I'll you go to that. your little, you go to your little group, and they're like, you know, oh, you're with Lifeboat 41, or you're with Boat 40, or whatever. And so we're standing there with our group, and then they call your names based on your captain. And they didn't call our name. And they were like, all right, okay, good, good job, everybody. Uh, the, they're going to sound the alarm a little bit. And I went up and I was like, um, and they're like, uh, yeah, hold on a second. You're actually being housed in a broom closet. So not quite the same as not having as many <laughs> <laughs> like boats as people, but I felt a little weird about it. Kind of scary. So I was like, um. Kind of scary. Yeah. I'm sorry uh, that happened to you, Deej. Well. In a way, you are a You didn't deserve that. I just had to let it in. DJ, you're going to die warm in your bed as an old woman. Before, before we get to the verdict, mm. let's talk about Celine for a second. Celine's awesome. Tell me. Do, do, Here's my this? trivia. Okay, go on. I read on the internet, which is always <laughs> correct, uh-huh. that she did not want to do this song. Yeah. The guy who wrote all the Inya-like music, who ripped off James Book Horner. of Days. Ba, ba, yeah. Yeah. Ba, ba. So anyway, she did not want to do this song, but Renee talked her into it, and so she made a demo of it, and guess what? That's the demo. That is one take. That's the the demo of her voice. Doesn't that sound like... A, a piece of trivia that was written by Celine Dion. Yes, it does. <laughs> she, it, she, also, why would she not want like, to do this song? It sounds like I don't do power ballads. I do not do romantic <laughs> songs. Well, I, I mean, I think it's James Cameron had a reputation for being difficult to work with. Uh-huh. James Horner, I, he did Aliens, I guess, and they had like a bad breakup, so to speak. And he thought James Cameron's never call, call me again, and he did oh. because Inya wouldn't do it. Uh, so he's like, can you uh, Make like, write can some you Inya do shit? <laughs> and he wrote possibly one of the most popular power ballads of all time. It's really good. She's yeah. awesome. She kills it. She's the best singer Did he write the, the lyrics? I mean, of course. I'm, still, re- I'm reading from trivia here. <laughs> she is the best singer I've in the world. I've seen her live. <laughs> no, she is a phenomenal singer. I, it's The whole thing is, is just very cheesy, so it's hard for me to like take it too seriously but like when you like listen to her as a singer it's it's ridiculous she's, she's ridiculous. very earnest yeah well she's also very earnest but i'm i'm giving her a compliment let me give this compliment I'm to my friend i'm just trying to Lee. undercut your compliment i get it <laughs> i'm so very anyway. comfortable with sincerity <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, should we do verdicts? Totes. Okay. LT, let's let's LT, hear our guest judge. Our guest of honor. So how do you do this? Remind uh, me. I mean, I listen to the podcast, but was your inner child an idiot? <laughs> There's we don't have a super great way to Was your yeah. what, what I mean, if uh, if you love this movie where you write when you were a kid, where was your inner child This an is idiot? a bad movie. This is so not a good movie. You're so saying, you're saying your inner child was an idiot. Correct. Okay. I would say this is a 51% of a good movie. Mm. It just inches, much like the last two movies we watched, this inches over the line into, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> but like in a way where I'm like, catch it on a Saturday afternoon in tonight, of course, because it's a three-hour movie. <laughs> but I mean, there are big chunks where I'm like, oh, right. Ugh, the old ladies here. Oh, we have to watch them fall yeah, in love. Yeah. The, I'm going to say your inner child is not an idiot, which might surprise you guys. But the the dialogue... And the stuff that we're talking about, like the, the scene where they the scene where they get to know the getting to know you mm-hmm. scene, and all the stuff with Bill Paxton and the old They're lady stuff while she's committing suicide. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all. That's pretty, always a great story. That's all atrocious. How did you two meet? Well, yeah, uh, she Tinder? was on the stern of a boat, and she <laughs> was trying to sweetie, end sweetie, her life. Let's just say Starbucks. <laughs> they were around in 1912. That's all atrocious, but the. The, the sort of action of the movie is excellent. Like, it's, it's extremely compelling. The whole last, what, like 20 minutes of the movie where they're running around and, the, like, the boat's sinking and, like, they're, they're trying to find... You thought that was 20 the, minutes? Well, no, not, not the whole <laughs> the sinking... The first 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Not the whole sinking sequence, but, oh. like, the, the, the end of it where they're... Uh, yeah, it's longer than 20 minutes. But, like, when they're... the the. The end of the movie, basically, before mm-hmm. they kind of do the epilogue. Post-intermission. Yeah. Apparently, there was an intermission when you guys saw I it. I had one. I don't, yeah. I don't I think, think there I was. remember it. But that, I think that was tape. my last intermission in modern movie history. I don't. There might have been, but I don't remember I heard tell of some in the Lord of the Rings movies, but I don't think I ever experienced it. It was, but the last one was I think digital was digital by then, or... Well, I don't think that's even the problem. I mean, yeah. you switch reels in between yeah, a normal-like movie. Yeah, Anyway, uh, but that that whole sequence and the sequence with all the like the people floating in the water yeah. and the people falling off and the 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 way the ship sinks and breaks and all that kind of stuff and like that's that's all amazing. Like even watching now, you know exactly what's going to happen. Not only because it's the most famous story in a war, in the world, at least maybe in a. Uh, uh, maritime modern. disaster, yeah, most famous exactly. maritime disaster, definitely the most famous shipwreck. But then. Also, I've seen this movie, and it's still mm. really compelling. It's still, yeah, you're still like, oh my god, those poor people and those assholes and the lifeboats, and like you still like feel all the things you're supposed to feel, even with all the bad stuff, all the dumb Billy Zane and all the like his cartoon. <laughs> like Billy Zane is, it's not really, it's another thing that's not really his fault. Like it's this, it's the sort of way the the character is written, and the the I agree with. If your, it was on land, he would have tied Rose to a train track. Yes, yeah, and twirled his mustache and <laughs> right. Yeah. It is 1912. That's about, it's period perfect. Give him some mustaches. Yeah. I would say, I mean, that's why this movie is three hours long. Even when you cut the shitty parts, you're still left with a full-length movie that's two hours and fine. And I think I could be swayed because what is so awesome about this movie is not the gossip and is not the throwing over the table, but visualizing, even with some crappy CGI, the boat, seeing the boat from the lifeboats as it's sinking so slowly. Yeah. 
it's just epically terrifying and but almost in a beautiful way and yeah. that does that that i mean the the thing about james cameron is he takes on things he has access to the money and the ego to take on something like that and i'm yeah. glad it exists yeah absolutely and there's i mean there's a couple of scenes like when uh like when it's just quiet but sinking that's they're yeah. really eerie. There's really eerie moments, and it makes you. I mean, one like, of my favorite shots from this movie is it's a very far aerial shot of you just see the ship, and it's almost just a speck of light in the black Atlantic Ocean, and right. it's one of the most haunting shots because you realize like how. I mean, obviously not hopeless for because there were survivors, but it's yeah. like think about how deserted you are from civilization in the middle of this freezing ocean plus all them whales gonna eat you all them man-eating whales will eat you yeah and i mean the they're they're the parts i mean you the, there are shots of the strausses for example kissing each other while they you know their inevitable death on their on their bed in their stateroom and there's that shot of the irish woman you know putting her kids to bed telling them the land of blarney nog or whatever <laughs> and it's it's haunting MVP. and it's, new mvp it's, <laughs> and it's it's touching i mean it's when i do cry in this movie it's during that montage the near my god to the montage so there are strengths of this movie it's just not where james cameron wants me to put it and that's always going to be his problem don't you where think? do you think he wants you to put it on Jack and Rose. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, also, I think one of his, his goals is to, because I feel like he's trying to do this with the Bill Paxton character arc, is to remind you that this is an actual tragedy. Yeah. It's not this mythic thing that happened ages ago. This Did you know died. that all of the extras were actual people? They actually <laughs> exhumed the bodies. <laughs> they exhumed their bodies and put them in the movie. It was really I mean, nice. it reminds you that the Titanic sinking affects real people today. Real people searching for valuable jewelry. jewelry. <laughs> What's going to happen They're to the those They're the real heroes people? out there. Yeah. What's going to happen to them? Well, they'll probably lose their backers, their financial backers. Yes, definitely. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. The real victim here. Should have let it in. I'm sorry you threw that cigar away. I bet that was going to be tasty. I don't know. Just tasty a way you described it. I think he was apologizing in a way that women always apologize. Just like saying, oh. I'm sorry. Like a habit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What do you think, everybody? Email us at yourinnerchildisnidia at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet. This is all around. Your inner child. What? Oh, yeah. You can call our hotline. Uh, Leave us a message. (laughs) Call our party line. 615-576-0525. Six one five five seven six zero five two five. You can uh, come to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. Uh, we want to thank our patrons, Larissa Maestro, Dan McIntyre, Ghost in the Burbs, Amy Parman, Joshua Nicholson, and Jonathan Day. You guys are so awesome, and our other patrons, uh, you've done so much for us already. We have... A bigger audio interface because of your uh, your giving to the podcast that we can have guests like Miss Laura Taylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks today. for having me. I had so much fun. Awesome. Let's do this again. And thanks okay. for having me, Damon. Who? It's not all about you. <laughs> it's our podcast right. now. It it's, is. It's the initials. It's called the initials. Yeah. Get with it, DX. <laughs> hey, I still got initials. I have initials too. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. <gasps> Wherever
you guys, did your radio stations like cut in dialogue into the song as a remix? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, I just wanted to check because I was Never thinking it to Tyler and he like looked it was at me like I was a monster. Movie, right? Correct. Who's, Jack, this is where we met. Who said that? Who you Tyler saying? looked at me like I was, uh, look, like, looked at me like I was Rose's mother. Just like, like a bug ready to be squashed. <laughs> ah.